Part five. I'm in part five. We'll work with it. Let's just let's just roll with just it. Just roll with it. Uh, okay. So first, before we get into all of the rant, well, I'm gonna start with a rant. Um. So all those uh, angry faces on everyone. Angry face. This is my funny voice. So all of those things where they're like. What do you want to be when you grow up? And this and that and the other. And they always tell you to specialize in your majors and this and that and the others. There was a TED Talk, a wonderful TED Talk. I love this TED Talk because... I still need to see this one. Uh, it's talking about people who are like me. Uh, if you know me, you know what I mean. Um, well, sort of. You probably think I'm talking about being loud. Um, but so uh, what it is is they were talking about how people, society and jobs and everybody wants you to specialize when you grow up. Mm-hmm. But there are so many people who don't want to or can't specialize because they're just their brain goes all over the place, and she called them multi-potentialites, which is a wonderful word, because potential is, to me is one of like the most powerful things is potential. The singerites, the jockites, the nerdites, segregation at high school. Yep, <laughs> I love that talk. It was so great. Um, but so, okay. keep going. Okay, so <laughs> so, I think that that was gonna be a joke now too. <laughs> um, so, she was talking about this and. I was telling my music teacher about this talk, and he said, and he brought up the phrase, a jack of all trades, master of none. Jack of, jack of all trades, master of none. But he told me something that I didn't know. That's not the whole phrase. Ooh. The whole phrase is, jack of all trades, master of none, but sometimes better than a master of one. <laughs> and what she was talking about in this talk very much pushes that, because she was saying, yeah, it's good to have specialized people like doctors. They need to be specialized because they have their general help stuff, and but they need to be specialized so that they can... Because there's so much that needs to be known or else people die. Yeah. But then in other areas, people who know a little bit of art and a little bit of music and a little bit of engineering can combine those in weird and new ways and to, to make, make something better. And to make a musical mar- marble machine. Yeah. Like, uh, Winter Gatan. Winter Gatan's marble machine. That's the one that you've shown us. Okay, that guy also made... Uh, it, it was... He, he makes a lot of he makes neat a lot stuff. of things. He had like this almost digital violin that he was doing, and it plays with one of those. It, he had it hooked up to a player piano esque tape. Oh, reader. I have seen that one. Yeah, yeah, that was so cool. I would love to see those in concerts. Yeah, and so you can they can combine things in weird ways to make something new. Thing is, that can become a specialty. Mm-hmm. Video game designer requires a lot of things. It does, but um, it's considered a specialty. Mm-hmm. And then also something she was saying was they're very quick to learn because they're never starting at ground zero for anything. Because they have this mindset where they can make connections from things that seem totally unrelated and start building up on that. So they learn things weirdly, but they learn them really fast. And it's just really cool. And so she was saying society needs to stop telling people to specialize because not everybody can and not everybody should. Sometimes it's better not to. So I just thought that that was really cool and you talking about the what do you want to be when you grow up thing. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the other one, the how I stumbled upon my calling. Oh, that one was really cool too. That's uh, the one I had heard you talking about and I saw it recommended for me on YouTube and I was like, later, I'll do it later. <laughs> um, so if you've ever seen Studio C, um, James, the guy who does all the bisque stuff. I guess stuff, the most popular one apparently is the Scott Voss sketches, right? Scott Sterling? Scott Sterling. Who's Voss? I have no idea. That's what it's up. Scott Sterling! That's apparently the most popular one. So, uh, James is the one who does the bisque sketches. Hi, bisque? 
and those were funny for the first few times, but after a little, uh, anyways, unrelated, um, but, so he's actually got a TED Talk, and he's talking about how, hey, here comes the boom guy, hey, I like him, oh, right, Scott Voss, yeah, that's awesome, I like him, he's cool, uh, yeah, he's, he's great, um, but, so, James has a TED Talk, where he talks about how he always thought he had to be this thing so he could help people, and, so, and specialize in this, and this, and this, and this, and instead, he went to do this drama thing, and while he was in college, called Divine Comedy, and it's at BYU, and they do all these comedy sketches, and it's entirely clean comedy, they're, I love their stuff. It's, they have some dumb jokes. They but do, but a lot, most of it is pretty enjoyable. Like, positive peer pressure is great, um, and there's a few others in there, um, Evil Time Lapse, and so, then, and so he started doing that, and he realized that even though he's not, uh, saving lives directly he he's still helping people and making people smile yeah so it was a really cool one and again look it up uh finding my purpose in life ted talk and it should come up uh, it's tedx byu hmm. so yeah um okay so my hero academia it's so good oh my gosh okay spoiler warning before watch it all watch this one and re-zero and many many others yeah so spoiler warning and then we'll get into it we'll give you a okay Guys, you cut out. Now they cut out, cut out. I am alone, and it's all black, and I'm scared. Someone send help. I don't know what's happening. I see you. Okay. <laughs> I may have to lock the doors right now. Anyways, talking about Hero Academy. So, ah! <laughs> I'm back in. Sketch lab. <laughs> planned. Sketch lab. Two jokes walk in. One of them gets a laugh. Up with the garbage. <laughs> like you. That is rude to people I associate with. I was, I was talking about the letter U. Uh, we had him at. I remember there's a joke about you in one of our other videos. I can't remember. Videos. I keep saying that. <laughs> Not videos, podcasts. Um, I keep saying videos, but uh, I'm pretty the sure there's. Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah, it was. The haunted letters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. He hung out with the wrong crowd. Stabbed. <laughs> um, so many jokes. Well, that's what this is. You're a joke. I'm a joke, you jerk. Petty. Patty. Uh, <laughs> he just made fun of your name. I'm bad at this. Uh, normally, I'm so good with names. But, so... Are you good with names? Yeah. I'm normally really good with names. Huh. I haven't been lately, actually, though. I'm good with characters. Mm. Like, for real people, I can't remember their names extensively. I knew a guy for a long time. He introduced himself twice, and I forgot twice. I haven't been introduced to a guy six times. <laughs> oh, for... And, I mean, I remember people. I just don't remember names. People forget me. <laughs> people, forget, people forget I me forget all the time. Names. <laughs> hey, are you new? I was here before you were. <laughs> yeah. Where did um, you come from? I was standing here first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, so... Deku is so cool. And I'm glad he has a good teacher. Yeah. Gran Torino. Yeah, Mike was such a bad teacher. He was. Uh, he was good for getting him into shape, but physical trainer, he was good, but training with the quirk was miserable. Oh, yeah. He did not know how to teach, because apparently it was just second nature to him. Uh-huh. He got the quirk, and he could use it. Well, because he but, was like the bodybuilder type, it looked like. Yeah. <laughs> not bodybuilder, but very fit. Very fit. And just something about how he thinks he was able to use it easily, just without even putting in much effort. Yeah. So he learned all fighting and practical training. And then... Deku, the way All Might taught him, looking back, when Deku realizes that he was using it as an attack, the quirk as an attack, you look and see, that's how he was taught. Yeah. 
that really is what he would have learned. How all Squeeze your buttocks and scream from the bottom of your heart. Smash! <laughs> and uh, Deku, I love how he realizes the quirk isn't an attack, it's a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> you don't set down your sword every time you stop attacking. Um, uh, it's And after the fight with Stain, after his power was explained, all of like the info cards yeah. for the characters where it shows their blood type, you look oh, at the blood type. Blood type. You look at the blood type and most of the time it's like whatever. But now when I look at blood type, it's like they should not fight Stain. They can fight Stain. They shouldn't. They're okay. They shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yup. And it's just funny. I bet that'll bleed into people when in real life, too. Like, oh, you shouldn't fight Stain. <laughs> hey, wanna be a hero? <laughs> yeah. And so, something that we've talked about a lot is everybody told Deku that because he didn't have a quirk, he couldn't be a hero. But there are a lot of hero pro heroes that don't have a combat quirk. Like, uh, Eraserhead is the biggest one. It's His quirk is useful against um, non-physical quirks. The activatable, like the telekinesis, the... Um, fire and ice, all for one. Yeah, all for for one combat for quirks. For one. It's super effective against. Uh, it's to compare it to One Piece. It's Paramecia fruit. Yeah, his power works on Paramecia fruit, mm -hmm. but not Zone or Logia, for anyone who watches One Piece. Yeah, and so. But he can still fight those people who his quirk doesn't affect. He's a he, boss. And Stain, his quirk was not combat. He did not have a combat quirk, and he was taking out all these pro heroes. It, as soon as he cut them, then it became useful, but he had to cut them first. Mm -hmm. He had to know combat. He was wrecking all of these guys without his quirk. Who had combat training and combat quirks. Yeah, and they're like, you can't be a hero without a quirk. And then they have the girl who has good hearing as, as a, a pro, pro hero. hero. <laughs> yeah. All these people would have failed the UA entrance exam. Mm-hmm. 100%. The, they would and Eraserhead points that out. He's... In the sports festival, Eraserhead talks specifically about how he told them this is a bad plan. Because but he only UA gets the flashy funding. quirks. UA is a school, but they need money to be a good school because they have ridiculous things like giant robots. <laughs> and because they're such <laughs> they a They probably have a school, quirk to make them, honestly. They need such high amounts of money and funding that they need those flashy quirks for the sport, sports festival. So that they can get the funding. So right. a lot of heroes, hopefully there are other hero schools that's just acknowledged as the hero school, but there should be a lot more where that's become I'm surprised that, that there aren't school. more international transfer students at UA. Yeah. Could you tell if there were? <laughs> I guess that's true, but they never say anything about it. They could be a dog. <laughs> Everybody in America, is their quirk is being a pig. They, they all just look like a pig. Or um, all, all my American. Oh, that, that's true. <laughs> He is so American. Texas! Smash! <laughs> I don't even know what the difference between the different states and names and tags I are. think he doesn't have set um, attacks. One thing I love about Deku. things when he yells Deku. Deku. Is that even when he gets his quirk, he doesn't stop studying. Yeah. He's, a lot of people, once they get this thing that lets them be on the same level as these other people, they would stop everything and develop just that. He develops that in addition to studying and learning and developing tactics and strategies mm -hmm. and stuff. And I love the parallel that they have between Deku and Bakugo. Yeah. Because Bakugo, he's clever. He's smart. He's smart, but it's a uh, natural smartness. Mm -hmm. He's very, very gifted. If and he didn't have his quirk and Deku had it instead, then they probably would have switched places. Probably. De Deku probably would have been the arrogant one At fighting cleverly. More. Yeah. And Bakugo would have been the... More humble. More humble clever, and but he would still have that ambition. Yeah, and being more clever. So about it. they're not a perfect parallel, but they are very, but they are very much parallel throughout the series. And you can see it in the hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh my gosh! On the Mime Z hardcore, uh, Dean, his skin is Bakugo. Mm. It's so great. And they're just like that is anime. 
ta-da! <laughs> That's how they described it. And they were like, don't leave the comments, tell everybody whatever, what he is. <laughs> and it's like, it's not like anybody, it's not like there's nobody who's gonna get that. I like, there's most definitely gonna be someone. I like a lot of the quirks that they have, even though some of them are kind of like, intentionally super vague, like Frothy and Selkie. Can do anything a spotted seal can. Can do anything a frog can. Plus this and this and this and this. <laughs> and this. But it's just leaving that open. Yeah. And then one of the quirks that you see in the UA festival as just one of the audience members is having a shark head. That would be the biggest ripoff. Like, so disappointing. <laughs> uh, like, you mean I could shoot fire or have a shark head and I got a shark head. <laughs> I feel cheated. Yeah. You know how annoying it is to have to move around all the time? <laughs> Just while sitting down. Now <laughs> <laughs> I build some fans to. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I liked the support class girl. Yeah, that was pretty she cool. She was funny. What was her name? I don't remember. It was a thing. I don't remember. Her quirk was useful too. Yeah. Especially cool. for the minute details for engineering and electrical stuff. Her just quirk zoom in. and her love, her passion and her quirk just were perfect. I love to how directly uh, fed into each other. I love how she used Ida to advertise <laughs> her stuff. She just kept the battle going in order to show off everything, and then walked off. Ah, it was I just, surrender. <laughs> it was just funny because it was like, and Ida was so frustrated by it. He was just, I got used. <sighs> and poor Ida just keeps getting the short end of the stick on everything. Budaraka, yeah. she's. She's fun. Uh, she's a fun and character. She's kind of forgettable right now. Yeah, she's she like is. completely. I hope they do more she's with the her bubbly quirk, girl. Because her quirk could be really cool. Uh, it could be very interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially where they're developing her to with martial arts. Yeah. Uh, the gun guns. Head? Gunhead. Yeah. I think that's his name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He acts so cute. He's tough, even though he acts so cute. Um, and then and Kirishima, they're still just a gag right now. I hate that. It's so frustrating. Uh, I should probably just start calling him Tetsu Tetsu, but it's so much fun to say Tetsu 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 Tetsu. <laughs> uh, good stuff. But, okay, let's see. We still got like 10 minutes. Okay. Fill time, I dare you. There's a lot of quirks that are situational, and that's one of the things I liked about Deku yeah. when he was looking. He saw Mount Lady, and he instantly was thinking, he specifically said that won't be great for tight, right? close quarters or streets. He has to use this out in the open, so that can be this and this and this and this. And he instantly thought of the values and limitations of the power. Yeah. All for one has none. No one's teasing. And limitations like for you can't him shoot right fire. Uh, <laughs> All for one, you have to be physically moving. Yeah. It's, uh, so, for example, a vacuum. You wouldn't be able to move things properly. And he, while fighting Stainmore, he got paralyzed. Mm -hmm. He got super lucky, he's super lucky that he has O-type blood. Yeah. And you have to have extreme control if you want to use just the right amount of power. Yeah. And Without killing anyone. Lots of collateral damage, unless you are... Aiming for that, like, in the, uh... Yeah, the sports festival? Uh, no, the, the training, training exercise, exercise. exercise. Bakugo. Hero training. I will stop playing with the glass bottle. The mock heist thing. I like how he's, this is so American. <laughs> this training exercise is so American. Uh, and even his colors are American. Freaking yeah. All Might. <laughs> he's blonde, which is not normally found with he's, Japanese He's people. an American. He's, American. he's actually an American. I know. It's from just, America. It's just so funny how American they make sure he is. <laughs> Big smile and the I love his uh, darkened eyes when he's in hero mode. I like his um, his normal form yeah. better. I just think it's so funny looking. Uh, okay, uh, 
trying to think. I'll think of a name later. But for the person. You know our DM with Cayman and Naglaris? Oh, yeah. You know Thronark, the bad guy? Okay. We introduced? Yeah. And he, after he described him, he sent a picture of what he was thinking he looked like, and it was entirely different than, from what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, and man. so I'm going to use the one I was thinking <laughs> in a different one. Yeah. But he had, he had described it. And then the way, the things he put emphasis on made me think it on, of something else, but the picture he sent was this almost metallic-looking, bro- do you remember it at all? It, it was broad and uh, oh, kind of hunched. That. Okay, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. It, it was this big, bulky, uh, humanoid figure that was sort of hunched, but it looked like by design, and it was heavily armored and looked very cool. But how I was thinking, from how he described it, was uh, this super long, spindly thing. Just shadow with thin legs and long fingers and just uh, black all the way through. And it's got the head and it looks mostly like human but without the ears. And it's more con- and it's more cylindrical and domed. It's still got the dome but not not sharp and not quite as soft as ours. And just two white slits for the eyes. And when it opens its mouth, it's like a puppet where it kind of unhinges. And, I don't know, with the long black claws. And yeah. Super creepy. Instead of just big, terrifying, unnervingly strong, because it just walks through buildings like I want Jello Apocalypse to do it. This is basically for Walkthrough. <laughs> Sorry, totally unrelated. I was just when the, when it yelled, it was three layers, voices, screams of a man, woman, and child layered on top of each other. Oh man, it was pretty cool. I smell a side quest. <laughs> oh my god, buff and cat nerd. So, um. The, the reason I thought of walkthrough was because of, like, the metallic thing and then what you thought, and then before right before you described what you thought it was going to be, I figured it would be, like, a leaner machine, like, a leaner type of machine, mm-hmm. uh, so I thought of Zellors. So then I was like, walkthrough. <laughs> but, Just so... look up into the sky and zone out. Walkthrough. Well, so walkthrough is a French show from 2014, I believe, is the most recent one. Paris said that there's a more recent one that came out recently. Do not remember. Um, but I don't remember the date for sure, so I'm going to not say. Oh, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> so there might be one more recently, but the latest one I know of, for sure, is 2014. Um, but it's a French show where it's it starts off really slow. It starts off like a regular cartoon. Um, it's gimmicky. It introduces the characters, and then they go on a series of unrelated adventures to get to some ambiguous goal that's never really defined. Uh, except that, like, the first, like, the first five minutes of the series, I guess they kind of define it, but not really. IMDb says TV series 2008 through... So, I don't know. Uh, ooh, that means it might still be current! <gasps> it could still happen! But, so, and in that one we were talking a little bit about the villains, but the first one is Nox, a Zellor. And Zellors are these weird clockwork people that have time magic... Uh, and it slowly develops into an actual storyline and well-defined characters and a plot, and it, it gets really good, but you just have to push through the beginning. Um, and the dragon fights are so cool, with Google Orogram and Ferris. And then the ending fight, the very last fight between Hugo and Kilby, are wonder. That one is wonderful. Um, and it has plot twists, it has mystery, it has... It doesn't have romance. Well, it does have romance. It does have romance, but... That's like a side thing. Um, th- actually, huh, I'm trying to. All of a sudden, the comparison came to came to me. I'm, it's probably way off. I don't know why, but I'm gonna make it anyways, just cause I can. Go for it. Um, it's like a French cartoon, Lord of the Rings. Hmm. Yeah. See, exactly. Not, not at all accurate. This is true. <laughs> but uh, like I said, I have no idea why. It's just your 
uh, to what you esteem it. You see it as French cartoon Lord of the Rings level. Yes, this is accurate. So, it is a wonderful show. It is on Netflix, uh, the whole series, and then the three movie things. They're like mini-movies, and then there are three parts of the movie. So, it's... so. But that one, the movie is great. But they also add in weird things, and they make you go 18. Teenagers happen. Yeah, teenagers happen. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, we're kind of... Well, I'm kind of running out of steam. If there's anything else you want to talk about, we can. No, that's fine. Nope. If you're done. Huh? No, no, I'm not done. I'm just running out of things to talk about. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> um, so if you can think of anything, then we'll have a part six. Our brother, Count Mustache. He, <laughs> yes. That's the best. He sent us some pictures of his dog. And he was giving his dog the new bone they got him. And they took pictures of him getting the bone. And one of them has the jaws wide open, closing down, and you can see the motion blurs and right on the camera view. Oh, god. It's amazing. If that came running towards you, you would run. <laughs> Okay, so are we going to have a part six? Do you want to? Because I bet I can kick it off if we want to keep going. I kind of want to do it just for the record. Okay, we're going for the record. <laughs> just like go as long as we can in this one night because we don't have, neither of us has anything to uh -huh. the morning, right? Okay, yeah, so we can sleep in. Except I've got to upload this tomorrow. We're there recording late. We're already off. Uh, well, I want to get back on though. I know, but you can be a day late. No, or a day and a half late. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Alright, so we will have a part six. Rating, review, face to twamblegram. Face to twamblegram. <laughs> face to twamblegram. Um, and support us on Patreon if you can. If you can't, uh, please do us a favor and share this. Uh, or just like it, even. Hattie, you are so long-lived. You're just sticking around forever here. Like a whole three hours. <laughs> okay, so we will see you in part six. Six, six, six.